Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now. I have episode 54 of our podcast that was originally recorded on December 29th of 2014. I started off with What I'm Playing Now and some of the games I played for the week. Small World. I played both the digital version and the board game version. Pathfinder Adventure Card Game, Skull and Shackles. Dragon Age Inquisition. Race Formula 90. Formula Day. Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. I played some of the DLC that just came out. Some of the games I want to play for the week. Seven Days to Die. Sentinels of the Multiverse, and Mage Knight the Board Game. Enjoy the episode. Good evening, gamers, and welcome to another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. My name is Joe Luzzi, and we are doing an audio-only podcast tonight. So let's jump into things. Send me some emails. Let me know what you're playing. You can send those to what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G. You can find us on Facebook. Facebook. Just do a search for what I'm playing now. And also on Google Plus, plus plus.google.com slash the plus sign what I'm playing now podcast. We also have our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. And hopefully this week I will get back to playing a few things with Christmas being last week. I really didn't get a chance to do too much streaming on Twitch, so hopefully we can get back to that this week. But let's jump into what I'm playing now. And since it's been a couple of weeks since I recorded a podcast, I actually have a few things on my list here that we can discuss this evening. One of the first games I played during uh, the last time I had gone to our board game night down at my local game store, we actually played a game of Small Wonder. Small Wonder is a game that had come out a couple of years ago. I've actually, this is the first time I had actually played it. I've always seen it down there. I was going to pick it up a couple of times and, and purchase it for my own collection and, and just never had a chance to actually get it. And I was I was really glad that I actually got a chance to sit down and play Small World. We had a blast of a time playing it. If you've never played Small World, it's kind of basically like a tile placement game along with the strategy type that will remind you maybe something similar to Risk, but you're not rolling the dice. You're actually just using your character tokens or your or an army, I guess you could say, that you're basically placing on your turn to overtake parts of the board that will then give you victory points that are counted up at the end of your turn and after I think it's eight turns you see who has the most points and that is the winner of the game. That is a very very brief overview of Small World and, uh, and how you play it. Uh, you can check out Board Game Geek for a much bigger detail and some other videos on the game. But if you've never played Small World I would definitely give the game a chance. Give it a shot. You will definitely have a good time with it. I enjoyed it so much I actually picked it up off of Steam because they do have a digital version of Small World 2. It came with a couple of expansions actually. So I played a couple of times with just the base base set just by myself against the CPU and then I added in the expansions and I can't wait to actually sit down and actually play this with my wife because we can hook her laptop up to the big screen TV through HDMI cord and actually play on the TV and kind of just maybe hand the the trackball back and forth, which would be really easy for us to play the game that way. So I'd still actually like to pick up the board game, though, because it is it is one that I would like to have in my collection. It's definitely one that's a, that's a really good game. 
The next thing I had actually played during board game night was Pathfinder Adventure card game. I played um, some Skull and Shackles. One of the guys that plays Dice Masters with us had been uh, wanting to learn this game for a while. And I told him, you know, the next time he was down there for a board game night, I'd sit down and give him a quick demo. So after we were done with Small World, I grabbed the Pathfinder Adventure card game box, set up a quick adventure for us, and just ran through the base scenario that comes in the in the set. And we had a really good time playing. We, we had failed to win the scenario as we ran out of time, but neither of us had died, so that was a good thing. But we had a really good time playing it. I'm having a blast playing Skull and Shackles and really getting into it. And a couple of days later, I was able to play through the Ghosts of the Deep scenario, which is the real true first scenario. It's scenario 1A for the season of Shackles for the organized play that... Um, that they've put together for the actual Pathfinder Adventure card game through the Pathfinder Society. So that scenario, there was me and one other guy that was playing who normally actually plays Pathfinder down at the game store on a Thursday night. He showed up for our Sunday card game, and we actually had a really good time playing. It was just the two of us. We started off at the same location at first, and I can't remember what actual location we started off at, but since we were just playing with four players, this location just had, or this scenario just had us visiting four different locations that the villain could be at. And we started off at the same location at first, and once we had gotten that that um, location down and closed up, we then split up and went to two different um, locations. He had found the villain pretty, I think it was in the top two or three cards of that first of that second location he had gone to i was able to temporarily close my location he was able to beat the villain and we pretty much just had him the, we knew where the villain was so we worked on closing my location and then went to the one after the villain together and was able to beat him with i think probably about 15 cards left it was one of the faster games i had actually played for the Pathfinder Adventure card game, which really surprised me, especially just being two of us. And I was playing my sorcerer, and he was playing a mage. So considering that we didn't have any sort of fighter or healer or anything, the the really nice thing was he did have a he did have the cure spell. He had a couple of them in his deck, and that was the one thing that kept us alive because I did actually take a take some damage from where I was playing at my first location or my second location after we had split up. And I had taken some damage, and he was able to heal me up after I had closed my second location before we went to fight after the villain. We both kind of got all healed up, went after the villain, actually finished him off really fast. We then went back through and played the this scenario that I had done the week before with uh, with a couple other people. And we actually won that one as well. So even though I, I had played through that first scenario again, I was able to get one reward card uh, for finishing um, for finishing the scenario, but I wasn't able to get the actual reward for the scenario. But I did take, um, I was able to keep one of the cards that we had found while playing through that one again. Um, so all in all, for being one of the true first days of our organized play down at the game store, we had a pretty good adventure, and we were we were successful in defeating all of the villains that we had to face that day. So a couple of the other games that I've been playing around with lately, I've been really getting into Dragon Age Inquisition. I'm having a lot of fun playing it with the new video card, and 
the graphics are just incredible. I'd say right now I'm about 10 to 12 hours in. I haven't been able to play it that much in the past couple of days because I've been doing a little bit more board game playing the past the past couple of days. But between Dragon Age Inquisition and The Crew, those two games have been keeping me busy on the PC. I'm having some fun with The Crew still. It's it's an okay arcade type racing game. I think I've talked about this already, so I'm not going to go too too far into that. Just like Dragon Age Inquisition, um, I'm not going to go too far into the story and do any sort of spoilers or anything. Well, we're going to try to keep this podcast short because I do have a couple other games to still talk about. But uh, the crew, I'm still having an okay time with. There's a couple of things I'm just not really feeling about the game. The story isn't the world's greatest as far as stories go, but it's an okay racer. I think it'll it'll keep me busy for a little bit. I actually pulled out Grand Theft or Grand Theft Grand Turismo Five earlier this evening and actually sat down and played through a couple of races on that and was having a good time with that. I actually never picked up Grand Turismo Six on the PS3, and I'm kind of hoping that the PlayStation Four just gets um get, just gets a good racer already. And I've talked about that before, so we won't go too much into that. But talking about racers, I've actually been doing a lot of board game racing. One of the games I had picked up that I had mentioned probably about a month ago, right after my birthday, was Race Formula 90. This is a Formula 1 type style racing game. It utilizes cards pretty much for your movement. I would have to say this game is a little bit more on the heavier side than the next game that I'm going to be talking about because I think it's a little bit more difficult than Formula Day, which my wife got me for my birthday and we've already played a couple of times. But Race Formula 90, I'm still basically in the learning phase because I've only got had a chance to sit down and pretty much play through the game once or twice so far. And I'm pretty much just playing, trying to play through solo games just to get a good feel for the instructions and for the, for the rules before I really start trying to teach a couple other people to play that game. Once you do get to get a grasp on Race Formula 90 though, um... Now that I've actually played Formula Day, Race Formula 90, I will have to say, is is a better game. It gives you a little bit more of a feel of of racing. It You kind of get more strategy, way more strategy to it than Formula Day. Um, but so far, I'm really enjoying Race Formula 90, and I can't wait to get into some of the advanced rules, which I haven't even come close to touching yet. I'm still just trying to master um, the base rule set, and they are pretty much difficult enough. Uh, with the help of Board Game Geek and reading through a bunch of the forums that are on Board Game Geek for Race Formula 90, I've been pretty much able to get a good feel for the game. The FAQ help out, helps out a lot. If you do have Race Formula 90 and you haven't searched out the FAQ yet, definitely go find a copy of that, as that answered quite a few questions that I had actually had, even after reading a few of the things on um, the forums on Board Game Geek. But between the forums on Board Game Geek and the FAQ, I have a pretty comfortable and good feeling about Race Formula 90 and that I'm doing pretty much everything right. There is a lot to the game, and there's a lot you do have to remember while playing. So it's a game I definitely want to get under my belt a few more times, and then I'll take it down to the game store maybe within the next couple of weeks and see if I can get some people to play it on Thursday night. So as I also mentioned, my wife got me Formula Day for Christmas. So we got the Asthma Day version of the game, so it's the newer version, and read through the rules on that one. Luckily, they have a there's a there's a good forum and a good community for that on Board Game Geek as well. They they were some of the forum posts that were older by now because considering the game's been out for several years 
I think it was actually released. The newest version was released around 2008. And um, there's been a lot of discussion on BoardGameGeek on the game. They were able to answer a few of the questions I had in regards to making up doing the pit stops when you're playing a two-track game or when you're playing two laps, as well as some of the other questions I kind of had when you're coming out of a corner and overshooting stuff. And the first time I'd actually played the game by myself, I was actually being a little bit more strict because I was using the overshooting rules where you can't go into a second corner um, even though I was I didn't overshoot the corner so I had I was getting some confusion there and then read through the rules a second time and finally understood overshooting and when to do certain things and not to do certain things so again board game geek definitely came in handy hitting the forums and reading that I actually taught the game to my wife earlier tonight after I had played it a couple of times myself and she was she actually enjoyed it. She thought it was a lot of fun. She pretty much wants to play the game probably on New Year's Eve. She, she thinks maybe we'll pull it out and maybe we'll do a couple of races. So I was really excited to hear that. I was kind of stoked that she actually liked the game. I figured she would be able to handle that one a little bit easier than Race Formula 90 because until I get a good feel for Race Formula 90, she won't be able to get a good, get a, get a good feel for it. So Formula Day is a much lighter game, much easier game. I guess you, I don't know if you want to consider it a party game, but it can, it can fit up to 10 people in the game. So it's, if you do have a big group playing, you will need to put some time aside to actually knock out a race with 10 different people but the game my wife and I played, I think, earlier tonight, I think we were able to just knock out the two the two cars in probably about 30, 35 minutes or so. So it wasn't it wasn't really that long. We only played one lap because I didn't want it to last too, too long on our first play through the game. Um, but I was, like I said, I was really excited to hear that she really enjoyed the game and that she was looking forward to playing it again. So I know I chose a winner when I bring a game home like that. So one of the last games we're going to talk about is a game that I had finished on my PlayStation 4 probably a couple of months ago now, or maybe about a month ago now, and that's Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. They actually released the first full DLC, and since I bought the season pass, I was able to download that and started playing through that one. I haven't spent a lot of time with it yet, but riding, fighting some of these different Beastmasters and using a lot of the different beasts in the game to defeat some of the different orcs that are out there and it, I was just having a blast uh, that's this will probably be I'm not I'm not going to do a top 10 list or pretty much do a game of the year or anything like that because I'm in, I've been playing so much lately and I'm so between so many board games and video games there's I can come up with a list of a lot of games that I've really enjoyed this year but I, I will say Shadow of Mordor would definitely be at the top of that list be it on the video or board game side because it is just a spectacular game. The DLC looks like it's going to get me back into the game. Hopefully I can finish off some of the the few trophies that I haven't completed on my PlayStation 4. So I'm going to be working on that while I'm playing through some of the DLC. So I'm really excited to do that. Um, but if you if you haven't picked up the DLC or the, or the or have the the season pass for Shadow of Mordor. It's definitely something to look into. All right, so that was a quick, quick, quick rundown of a lot of the games I've been playing lately. I do have a couple of more board games that I've actually played and picked up, but I will wait to discuss those till next week. I just wanted to do this, to get a quick podcast out since I had missed last week. But some of the games I want to play now, 
So Steam during their sale, um, their Christmas sale, I actually picked up a couple of games from Steam. Let's not tell my wife. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this. So I picked us up Seven Days to Die, which is a game that I was really looking forward to playing. It's an early access. It's kind of like a zombie type game where you're playing after... I guess you could say a post post-apocalyptic type of world you're playing in is the setting. Um, but it's it's a survival type game, but it's also you can call it kind of like a building game similar to Minecraft. Graphics are much much better than Minecraft though. But I've been trying to get into that a little bit. I haven't played it too much, so I'm going to try to maybe wait to talk about that till next week. I've also picked up Sentinels of the Multiverse, the video game version. I got that off of Steam as well, even though that one wasn't on sale, and I was, I wasn't wasn't too sure whether I wanted to pull the trigger on that one or not. I it's a card game I've been interested in playing, so I said, what the hell? Let me just pick up the Steam version real quick and actually see if I like it before maybe picking up the actual card game, and. I played through a couple of card games. The first time I lost, the second time I won, and then I played I played through the tutorial. And the first time I had actually lost the tutorial, the second time I had won, and then I played through another um, scenario where it was pretty much all just random, and I was, I was able to win that one. I think I had one character left with 10 health um, when I had beaten the, the, the villain in that one as well, and I'm still trying to figure out whether I like Sentinels of the Multiverse or not. So I'm going to save that for the, for, uh, for the next podcast as well. And then the last board game that I was able to pick up uh, from the game store, I picked it up just yesterday, and that is Mage Knight the board game. My wife and I are huge fans of Mage Knight Dungeons back in the day. We have a very large collection of that, and we still visit that game every now and then. And Mage Knight board game is one I've been eyeing up, and with some of the Christmas money I got, I said, what the hell? Let's pick this up and see what it's like. I've watched a couple of YouTube videos on it. It seems like it's going to be rather fun to learn how to play, but it also looks like it's going to be really, really fun once I get a hand on the rules and we get a couple of us playing this game. So that's going to be another one that I want to play. I've only just opened up the box and pretty much looked at everything, and it does look like a very nice set. I was really impressed that pretty much there's no work for that game. All the cards come in real nice stacks. All the little pieces and chits are completely popped out, all lined up right in a nice plastic container in the board. Um, so I was going to open up the game and get it all set up to start learning how to play it. And when I opened it up, I saw the rules there and pretty much everything was in perfect order and nothing had to be punched out and everything was ready to go. And I was like, ooh, that's nice for a change. So that's one of the last games I want to play. So that is going to be about it for this week's podcast. Thanks for listening. Send me some email. Let me know what you're playing now. You can send emails, like I said at the top of the show, to what I'm playing now at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at what I'm playing now. I have a Facebook page, what I'm playing now. You can also find us on Google Plus, plus.google.com slash what I'm playing now podcast, as well as our Twitch channel. I will try to stream something maybe Wednesday with Wednesday being New Year's Eve. I'm not really too sure what we all have planned around the house, so that one's going to be a little up in the air, so Diablo 2 may have to wait until next week, but I do plan on getting back to Diablo 2. Hopefully I can get some gaming in on Saturday. I will maybe play one of the newer games. Maybe I'll do um, maybe some 
seven days to die maybe on Saturday or maybe even um, a game or two of Sentinels of the Multiverse although Sentinels of the Multiverse is definitely not short so maybe just one game of Sentinels of the Multiverse so it all depends on how I'm doing in that game as to how long it actually goes but thanks for listening I will be back next week with another podcast so everybody have a good week and go play some games and let me know what you're playing now thanks for listening bye bye